0: This is Burger. Hey, what the fuck is up with this Stanley Stanko guy? You know, just because uh, you ate a handful of your own seed, it, it doesn't mean that you can blow yourself. You sound like the type of guy that would huff glue and torture small animals and self pedophile
1: jokes. So fuck, man. Oh, yeah, my favorite podcast. The Sick and Wrong Podcast
2: evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, T. E. Simon. And I am Harrison. Uh Harrison. Yep. Man, gotta get through this podcast today. I know. And I'm, I'm tired because uh, I've had come a long weekend. Yeah. I just just drove back from Joshua Tree. It's a tiring today. drive, yeah. Yeah, through yeah. LA traffic. Yeah. It took like over three hours. And I get back here, record A Fistful of Steel mm. with John <laughs> Steele. Yeah. Because I haven't had him on the show for a while. Last yeah. week did work out. And his schedule's crazy. He yeah. can't do it during the week. I don't know, because he's like a private investigator or something. He has to get up too early. Mm. And then he doesn't do it on Saturdays because he's a mm. big fan of college football. So the only time he could do it is Sunday. Yeah. So I'm like, well, dude, I don't get back from fucking Joshua Tree till like 5 o'clock. So I yeah. record with him. And then you were in Joshua Tree all week. I was. We both were at Joshua mm. Tree at different times. So we didn't get to record earlier in the week. Mm-hmm. So now we're just going to kind of power through this episode here. Yep. Powering through. As much as we
3: can, which is not very well.
2: Well, no, you can't because there's a lot yeah. of planning and a lot there's, of work yeah. that
3: goes into it. And we got to talk um, about like RoboCop for 40 minutes or something. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was a good story. Yeah. So uh, how was your experience in Joshua
3: Tree? It's good. Were, uh, were you
2: just, you were there with a friend? Your yeah, friend was
3: in from out of town? Yeah, I had a cabin, fucking... Uh, that's the way to do it. Yeah, burning shit, burned an effigy. Yeah, you a sent Goetian me this. effigy. Well, you sent me this like
2: inexplicable picture. It was just like mm. you sent me a picture like we're burning effigies, and I'm looking at it, and I was kind of, I think I was kind of drunk when I mm. saw it, and I'm like, check it out, Harrison's burning
3: Santa Claus. Yeah, and it kind of <laughs> looks like Santa <laughs> Claus, but it's not. It wasn't Santa Claus. No, no, no. It was Epos. What is that one of the 72 um, uh, goetian spirits in the lesser key of solomon
2: and and you so you and your friend went to uh goodwill and you purchased clothing yeah and i mean it did look like santa it like with santa's newspaper. jacket it was like a
3: red shirt it's just a shirt it looked it a lot like nothing santa nothing was santa but there wasn't there a beard no it was just a white blank head that i that i drew a fucking demonic sigil on
2: Okay. That was so it. When in the yeah.
3: dim light oh of me
2: looking at it, yeah. and I was kind of drunk, I was like, he's totally burning Santa. No. And, and, but it was like a Goetian symbol. No, I was burning Go- Satan.
3: Okay. <laughs> you were close. One of
2: the Goetian demons he, yeah, of, yeah, yeah. Uh, of King yeah. Solomon. He used yeah. to
3: invoke those demons, right? Yeah, he used them to help build his temple and fucking. Pick up his dry cleaning and do all sorts of <laughs> shit for him. So, <laughs> you know, you, condoms. You, you, you the kids, yeah. the kids at home might know um, Paimon from that fucking oh, Paimon, movie. Paimon, yeah, from
2: uh, that I didn't see. It uh, was a good yeah. movie, actually. That was yeah, that was one of the Gaijin demons. Yeah, um, what the fuck is the name of that movie? Came out uh, uh, Intemperance or like
4: No Intolerance
3: was, or Tolerindo or sh-
2: Hereditary. Okay, yeah, it was Hereditary. It was, that was a good movie, actually.
3: Was it was close. decent. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I like. It's funny too because I that,
3: started watching it and it freaked me out
2: at one point. I had to stop. It, it gets good. Yeah. I just love the part where they're like, Hail Pyman, Hell, mm. Pyman." You're <laughs> just like, "Pyman." I thought yeah. they were saying "Pie Man." Yeah, but I'm like, "Oh, okay, it's a demon." Mm. Uh, yeah, but that's the way to go. If you, the Joshua Tree mm. is, it's a cool place to go check out. It's only mm. a couple hours away from here, and it's in the middle of the desert. It's not as like. Like Palm Springs is kind of like a town where there's like resorts and clubs. Joshua Tree is like the fucking desert. Vast, yes. desolate wasteland filled with desert people.
3: But you still get to get off the... Because where I was, it was like off the beaten track. There's no light pollution. I mean, you were even
2: more in the desert yeah, yeah, than yeah. I yeah. was, yeah. So
3: it's like you could see... If you turn off all the lights other than the fire, you could see the fucking Milky Way, you know? Oh, it's you could see amazing. all the goddamn it's shit. Ama- well, because you, know. you
2: never see stars yeah. in
3: L.A. Because mm-hmm. of the smog...
2: Cloud and just like all the I don't know, the pollutants and now with like the forest fires we just have you can't see stars yeah. here so when you get out in the uh, in the desert like that it's it's breathtaking it's amazing you're kind of like wow I'm the yeah. one with nature now yeah um, did you go to Pioneertown? Town
3: no <laughs> well the fucking restaurant was closed and also Pioneer Town sucks <laughs> it <does> so. Suck. <laughs> It's a shit. It's like the worst Wild West scene I've ever seen. You know, they uh, one of the Wild West fucking uh, the Westworld set burned down.
2: Uh, the old Paramount Ranch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah, actually, they filmed the original West Westworld there and the new Westworld yeah, yeah. there as well. Yeah, burned down completely. I think that might
3: be where they filmed Deadwood too. Maybe. Or that was I the Gene Autry sure. fucking. I forget. Anyway, but this yeah.
2: Pioneer Town is Roy Rogers yeah. built that back in like the 50s. Yeah, that was or 40s. that was like
3: for that was like for not the like the fucking like fistful of dollars westerns. That yeah, was yeah, for yeah. like the, the one where everybody's like dressed in pastel fucking things with bow ties or whatever. They sing the fuck. songs. A lot and of those fringe, musical westerns, A lot of fringe. Too. Yeah, that was kind yeah. of shitty westerns.
2: And then it just sort of died down, and now it's just yeah. like this movie set. Yeah, that's this town that's just yeah. kind of there, and no one does anything. Although that that restaurant, Pappy and Harry is actually kind of cool. That's great.
3: It's yeah, a great it's a restaurant, cool but it was closed. So and also, We're, how did you even get in there on the weekend? Are you crazy? No, we just went there Friday.
2: By the time yeah. we got in, it was like eleven o'clock oh, at night. Okay, right. We went in, and it was actually kind of dead. Yeah. They close whenever
3: people yeah. when they just decide it's time to close. Did I tell you about when I first moved to LA? Um, I was there was some friends that I kind of. Some people that I made friends with and I latched onto, and they're like, "Yeah, we like to go out to Joshua Tree in the winter." I'm like, "I don't even know what you're talking about. I'll go with you, sure." And it was like they got they got they got a room at that Pioneer Town Motel,
0: oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's the,
3: where Grant Parsons died. No, Isn't there's it? a different motel. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, oh, wait, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Joshua yeah. Tree Inn is where yeah, yeah, had, yeah, yeah. Pioneer. So town they got the, the right. So right near Pavilion Hermit, it's right there. The yeah, motel. Yeah, it's so yeah. expensive. I've stayed so, there before. Yeah, they got a room there. And uh, we're just doing cocaine. We're just doing cocaine and stuff. And then I hear over at the restaurant, I hear like, in the shadow of his smile, someone shot nostalgia in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I wander over and it's David J from Bauhaus doing an acoustic performance of Who Killed Mr. Moonlight. Dude, that's amazing. And I'm like, on cocaine. I'm like,
2: what the fuck? Well, that's the thing with that that venue. It's like, you never know who will show up. Paul McCartney played there
3: crazy town yeah. played there no, that,
2: that's either. insane uh, Paul McCartney yeah. would, would play mm-hmm. a venue I mean it's this tiny little stage right and like you couldn't like buy a ticket in advance it's just they announced it that day you had to be there to buy a ticket mm-hmm. that's crazy um, we ended up staying at some uh, not the Joshua Tree in where Grant Parsons died mm-hmm. but we stayed at this place called like the Hyde Desert in some shitty uh, some shitty hotel um, after like the next day we we're gonna go meet some friends and climb on rocks in Joshua Tree because that's what you do. You just climb on big rocks. That's okay. kind of what people do there. Um, we were leaving uh, leaving the hotel. I go downstairs and I'm like, holy shit. And I grab my girlfriend. I'm like, it's Jackson Galaxy right there. You know who that guy is? No. You know the guy? He's like a cat behaviorist. With God, the fucking you, stupid... You, you always bring this guy up. Yeah, but You, 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 you know
3: who he is? I know who he is because you bring him up every fucking two days. Dude,
2: he was there. Okay. Well, at least I thought he was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I know that's Jackson Galaxy. All He's right. like, that's not Jackson Galaxy. I'm like, it's fucking Jackson Galaxy. I mean, dude, the guy's got yeah. like, I don't know, like... Thunderbolt sideburns. Mm. He's got this stupid looking beard. He's bald. He's got a bunch of cat toys in his fucking like guitar case. Right. He wear, you know, he's got like uh you know, like kind of shitty sleeve tattoos anyway. And he's got like some dumbass piercings too. I went up to him like nineties piercings. I went up and I was like, Hey, uh, Mr. Galaxy, do you mind if I take a picture? And she, and he was just like, this guy was like, what? I'm like, mm. Jackson Galaxy, do you mind if I take a picture? He's like, "What are you talking about?" Yeah, I'm just like, "Oh, you're not Jackson Galaxy." He's just like, "No, you know, my name's hmm. Dan," and I was like,
3: "Oh, this is like the time I saw—I thought I saw <laughs> Stephen Root at Denny's."
2: <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> and I you went never know. Him and it
3: wasn't Stephen Root at all. You know, you know,
2: if I was that guy, I yeah. would have been like, "Sure, hey, how's it going?" And then that would have been a story I could sure. have had forever. You right. know, instead, I was just like, "Oh," and then I was thinking well, can I just take a picture with you anyway? Mm. So, you know, so, uh, you know, I, I could just pretend to be it's Jackson Galaxy. And uh, he was like, no, I'm in a hurry. And he left. Mm. Yeah, isn't that just kind of lame? Did he have fucking Thunderbolt sideburns? Yeah, he had right, fucking right. goofy sideburns. He yeah. had like fucking like 90s looking piercings. He looked a lot like Jackson yeah, that, Galaxy. That's like
3: so. everyone at Joshua Tree, but sure. Yep,
2: You know, there's a lot of people like that.
3: Yeah, A lot of man buns. <laughs>
2: There is, and a lot of patchouli, I uh-huh. noticed that too. Yeah.
3: A lot of desert people, a lot of bad
2: teeth. Um, but anyway, but the thing is when you're driving around Joshua Tree, it's beautiful. I mean, you see the trees, you see cactuses, it's like in the middle of the desert. It's impossible not to think how easy it would be to hide a body out there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just like that area is where you should hide bodies. A lot of abandoned mines and what yeah, have you. Yeah, and like yeah. mills and stuff like that, because yeah. it's like, a lot of just abandoned businesses. Yeah. I you know and and looking it's not just not just uh, Joshua Tree it's the Mojave Desert mm. I mean it's just like people have been hiding bodies well, you know, since like the Pioneer days have been hiding right. bodies but like the mob when they started forming Vegas they just from Victorville all the way you know through that entire area they're just hiding corpses yeah burying corpses I mean who's gonna find it like I was no you know we we were. Uh, drinking kind of heavily at my friend's airbnb you can throw
3: a body in the middle of the fucking salt and sea it already smells like a fucking corpse no one's gonna you know? see it no one's yeah. gonna notice
2: i mean if there's not even that many cops but how can cops really patrol all of that area right you know although it is probably kind of suspicious being the only car driving around at three in the morning in the middle of the desert nah yeah maybe not i yeah. don't know you i mean they're desert people mm. they do whatever they want um, but it, you know, out in that area, though, in like the whole Mojave Desert, violent crime rates are actually particularly high. This is kind of strange. So it's the the Spurling uh, this is Spurling index here. Uh, one is a low rate violent rate of crime to a hundred, which is a high violent violent crime rate. Um, hmm. They measure Victorville, California's index at forty eight point
0: hmm. eight.
2: Yeah. Uh, Barstow, California, 76.4. Right. And for comparison, the national average is 31 and LA clocks in at 43. Okay. So there's just a higher violent crime rate out there. Yeah. Probably because of the number of bodies that they find in the desert.
3: Yeah. And also I think it's like when crime does happen, it's like weird crime, you know? Yeah. Well, they'll find like a head. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and
2: just no body, just, just a head, Hmm. you know, with like a fucking Rattlesnake head stuffed in its mouth.
3: Well, I remember, I remember this was like some, one of the articles um, you sent me about this. there's They talked to some, I don't know, sheriff of San Bernardino County who said that, like, if there was a cross, you know, for everybody that was buried, you know, like our cross sticking on the ground, yeah, for everybody yeah. that was buried out here, it would look like fucking Forest Lawn Cemetery. So, you know.
2: Yeah, it's true, though. I mean, yeah. And like uh, one of the most famous murders is that McStay family. A whole Mm. family uh, was murdered out there. And then no Mm. one found their bodies. It turns out it was like his business associate. Mm. Like ended up like drugging them and murdering the family. And then burying them them like outside of Victorville.
3: Never. Yeah, that's happened. That happened in the town I grew up in, too. Never have a business associate because he'll kill your whole family and you. (laughs) It happens a lot. It happens well, every day.
2: Yeah, you know, that's what made me mm. so nervous about taking you on as a co-host. Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> but, uh, but then what, your whole family's already dead. Yeah, so, I guess it doesn't yeah. really
2: matter. <laughs> Not many people to kill yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. One of the, I think, stranger cases of the job. I mean, there's been so many murders over the years there. Just, I mean... You know, and you can even look at like when Joe Pesci did. Uh, you sound in- like you're hosting a clip show or something. Yeah. There's been so, so many, many murders, murders over the so years. So many So many spectacular. We can't possibly murders. review them all. But I mean, there's been a lot of weird shit that happens in the desert. Yeah. Because no, no, it's, it, no one's going to find you there. Mm. No one's going to find out what happens there. It's like it's almost like you're. There's no culpability because you're just. In the desert,
3: I ate a bunch of mushrooms and invoked demons.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and that's what you do there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's fine. fine. Um, but one of the stranger stories uh, of uh, more of a disappearance than anything else, because it's, it's still a mystery, is the women of uh, Tensegrity,
3: which oh, yeah. is a
2: cult founded by New Age writer and philosopher Carlos Castaneda.
3: Yeah, I don't. Is it a cult though? Uh I mean, uh, one, it was like one of those things like est you know, where it was like a lot of people he that guy sold a lot of books well, you know I mean it's I guess Scientology is a cult, yeah but
2: like they have like a lot of new age type of uh like new age philosophies like a writer would just write a book and it's like a new age philosophy, yeah. but then people start following it and subscribing to his teachings and yeah. he's giving lectures and they're traveling around with it, but him. I don't think they
3: have like a headquarters or anything you know. I think he was just—he was he, happy with selling millions of books, you know. I
2: think he had though a compound where a lot of women lived with him. Okay, so I mean,
3: oh I yeah, he did have a an inner circle of women yeah. known as the witches, right? The witches that yeah. that
2: followed him. So yeah. I mean, maybe it was like a mini cult, mm. or they, I, I probably if if he didn't die, you know, maybe it could have just. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, he the guy was around since the
3: seventies, wasn't he? Popular in the seventies. Yeah, I remember my mom and dad's bookcase. They had he had a copy of. The teachings of Don Juan, a key way of life. You know?
2: Yeah, then that, that, that was like. Because um... it was just
3: like any, you know person from the 60s or 70s who was slightly open to stuff would have that book that was like one of the books like man's search for meaning and that book and fucking steal this book and whatever our
2: bodies ourselves
3: yes you know all sorts of
2: (laughs) it's like the 70s that was very popular i'm okay
3: you're okay yeah you know
2: um i think i think that was uh that was part of the the reason why like dianetics took off yeah is people were searching for meaning in their lives Mm. and so a lot of these guys whether they're grifters or not you know i mean this guy he was a writer. He was a philosopher. Uh, he was a graduate student in anthropology at UCLA in the early 60s. He published a book called The Teachings of Don Juan, mm. which uh, detailed his apprenticeship with the Yaqui Indian, yep. a Yaki Indian called Don Juan Mantis. Right. Um, supposedly, Don Juan Mantis took Castaneda on spiritual journeys, showed him new ways of knowledge based on Native American mystical traditions. Right. However, they say it was all a hoax. Like the guy never even existed. Yeah. He fabricated this whole thing.
3: Yeah. Well, people say that about Socrates too. You know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I think yeah. they could
2: prove it. Okay, prove it right. with him. Sure. Um, however, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter though because it's still, yeah. you know, even though he dropped out of sight after, uh, I think uh, once, once they proved it was a hoax, he dropped out of sight, he continued to write and repackaged his entire philosophy as tensegrity which he said was derived from the teachings of the non-existent Don Juan and the Yaqui uh, Indian tribes. Yeah,
3: some people, I mean, he was a, uh, uh, Kestané was like a grad student at UCLA for anthropology. So I'm sure he knew a lot of shit, but some people were saying like, he'd never even to the fucking Yuki.
2: Yeah, as they say, tribe. it was all a hoax. Yeah, 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 like so, he never even studied them. Mm, but I mean, mm. I don't know. He probably was writing a thesis. Yeah, I'm sure he kind of had some connection. I'm while pushing this whole tensegrity system, and also everything's made up anyway. What
3: is? What do you? You know?
0: Yeah. Pretty I mean, much.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think. I think that's the thing, though. If you're like writing, a, you know, a, a book about like your relationship with this Indian, the spiritual journeys that you did, and all that, and then you find out, like, oh, you never actually even bent any of the key Indians, right? Yeah, and you never even went on any of these journeys. It's kind of like that he, guy. Like, no, he
3: j- like no. I just watched that scene in Natural Born Killers where they, <laughs> where they. T- <laughs> They take peyote with that Native American guy. I
2: was a big fan of the doors, all right mm, yeah you know? um, who's that guy uh, that that uh, drug addict that like fabricated his entire book James
3: Oprah- Fry I, yeah I, that cocksucker. Well, that
2: same guy. kind of deal I yeah. mean that guy fabricated the whole yeah. thing right yeah I mean I think it might have done drugs I knew before. it
3: was when it was when I read it because he was like he goes to the dentist and he's like, well, I'm sober so you, I can't get novocaine. So then they like, they do dental, you know, they drill his cavities or whatever. They give him a root canal without no, even though Novocaine doesn't yeah, intoxicate I mean, no the mind in any uh, way. It just numbs the fucking, yeah. and I'm like, are you shitting me? What is, what is wrong? What the fuck? Idiot. So, yeah. Uh, so this
2: tensegrity system that he kind of repackaged after his book was uh, found to be a hoax. Um, he promoted it mainly through workshops. And during these workshops, he amassed a number of female followers yes. who would change their names and go into seclusion with him. And a number of these women were also apparently his lovers. I think that's the best thing about being a cult leader is you can get a harem. Mm-hmm. Why not? Yeah. You know, just fabricate. You should do this. Yeah. Just make up a, I don't know, say you followed like the mm-hmm. Hebrews or something. I don't know. Make up something like some tribe that you followed. Yeah. And write about their
3: teachings. So yeah, so far I only have a, a virtual harem full of full of uh, weeaboo waifus
0: <laughs> from hentai games.
3: Is. You don't know what that is? No,
2: <laughs> it's from hentai games.
3: Yeah, a, a waifu is like a like a fictional person or character that you're in a relationship with, either from an anime or from a computer game or a hentai video or something like that. I
2: thought those are or a body uh,
3: pillow with. Said character printed on it.
2: I thought those were called tolpas.
3: No, that's a thought form creature. Oh, okay. Yeah. I
2: thought so I thought you were making a harem of tolpas for a while.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm engaged to the <laughs> Slender Man now. Uh, save the date. It's uh, next November.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. That's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. We're Can't getting married that. in hell. I'll so. DJ. Okay. If good. You need
3: it. Great. Um. Love it. So, uh, do you know Hands Up? Can you play Hands Up?
2: I think I might have that. Okay. One. Good. I might have Great. that. I can play genuine's Pony. It's always a crowd pleaser. (laughs) Um, Five women closely connected with the movement uh, vanished Mm -hmm. from the LA area after uh, Casanita died in 1998. So it's interesting. So from 73, he was doing these tensegrity workshops, Mm. had all these women that kind of lived with him and followed him. And then in uh, 98, he died of cancer, actually, and uh, liver cancer in LA. These women, five of them, suddenly disappeared oh my yeah one one of them uh what was her name here uh patricia lee parton her remains were discovered in 2003 in the desert mm. no one else has ever been found so it's kind of a mystery right now and it's 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 strange but it's at the same time it's like yeah, this is what happens in the Mojave Desert. Yeah. People disappear. Ain that's why do you notice I don't know if, if you went to some of those weird stores there, like the thrift stores? Yeah. Alien shit everywhere. Yeah. Like little gray aliens and sure. alien like uh uh magic it's like alien like ashtrays and shit like well, that. Look, next sculptures. year we gotta
3: go to first contact. Do you remember we saw the ads for that when we were at AlienCon? Like, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: All is the that weirdos out there go too? out there. Yeah, it's when I'm it's Joshua like tree. yeah, yeah
3: yeah you we know, gotta go like we they, gotta go
2: i was trying to yeah. get the whole because i was there for a friend's 30th birthday party and All i was right. trying to get the group to go to this star party okay. they're having a star party at like 1 a.m and i'm like don't you want to go check out the star party with a bunch of weird desert people sure like what happens at star party and they're like well who knows they're probably going to try to kill you and eat you or something so anyway getting back to castaneda here um he amassed a number of female followers who went into seclusion with him. And they disappeared. They were his disciples here disappeared after, after he died. Now, the first one here, Patricia Parton, um, she met Castaneda in the 70s while her husband was attending UCLA. At some point, she fell into Castaneda's orbit and uh, last spoke to her family in 78. And that's one thing that Castaneda emphasized with his female followers Erasing personal history, yeah. Cut ties with your family completely, which is a cult thing to do. That
3: is very culty.
2: Um, he had them and cha- a bit cunty,
3: yeah, also. And, a, and a bit yeah. cunty.
2: He uh, had them change. He had them all change their name. Patricia changed her name to Nuri Alexander. Cut her hair short, bleached it blonde, divorced her husband, became his lover, and in '95, became his legally adopted daughter. That's some Woody Allen
3: what? shit here. But that's like reverse Woody Allen. Yeah, it's, it's reverse Woody, Woody, Allen. Woody Allen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Woody Allen did yeah. it the other way which around. Is all, which is also the only—it's also the name of the only dance move I know. The reverse, the reverse Woody, Woody, Woody Allen. Allen. Yeah, <laughs> you don't
2: want to see it. Trust me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, legal, it's illegal in like three states, uh, but yeah. So, uh, she, and not only that, she cut her hair short and bleached a blonde, just like Mia Farrow. Yeah. That's pretty and weird. also,
3: they all wore a lot of karate gi outfits for some reason. Well, another photos, girl was like a karate yeah. instructor. Yeah.
2: The weird thing about uh, Patricia Parton, and keep in mind, this is the only one whose remains had been found. Uh, she changed when she went into seclusion with Castaneda. A lot of her friends speak of her reverting to a childlike state. And there are reports that new followers followers of the Ten Tensegrity group were told to play dolls with her. She's in her 40s. It's kind of weird.
3: I wonder if this is one of those weird, like, the game-caller... The finders' things, you know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah. I wonder because all mean, those fucking things, all those '70s things, were about getting in touch with your inner child, you know. And like,
2: yeah, exploring yeah. your inner self and finding a people, you notice know people meaning.
3: don't people don't really say that anymore. Get in is touch it, with your in, inner, inner child because it sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like well, I
2: think it sounds a little kind of creepy. It does. It sounds, a sounds real pedophilic.
3: creepy. Yeah.
2: Um. After uh, Casanova died, Parton and the other women close to him uh, just left the L.A. compound where he had lived and suffered through his illness. They disconnected their phones, dropped off the grid. No Mm. one found out about it. Mm. I mean, no one had heard from them. And in May 1998, Parton's car was found abandoned in Death Valley. And near the spot where a car was found... No, that was was 2003
3: when they found their car. Oh, is it? Here it says 98 they found their car. Oh, you're right. They found her body in
0: 2003. Yeah, in 2003,
2: near the spot where the car was found, hikers came across human bones. Mm. And at first, uh, no one, you know, police didn't really... They thought it was strange, but they didn't really look into it. And then they found a partial skeleton buried in the sand surrounded by shreds of pink jogging pants, which turned out to be Patricia Parton. Mm. They claim suicide as the leading theory. Right. So they said suicide is what happened.
3: Well, apparently he taught uh, that suicide was cool or something like that. Was that like part of the, the philosophy? Yeah, that's part of the philosophy. Uh, I have a quote here. Um He used to talk about suicide all the time, even for minor things. He regularly told us he was our only hope. We were all supposed to go together, make the leap. See, that's another cult philosophy. That's kind of like uh, Heaven's Gate. Yeah. So, yeah, and apparently um, someone who was a follower of Castaneda said that Castaneda once told Parton that he saw her tell... uh, You saw him tell her this, if you ever need to rise to infinity, take your little red car and drive it as fast as you can into the desert and you will ascend. Oh,
2: so right there. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe he was encouraging them to to commit suicide in the desert. Uh, Florida Donner, who became Regine Thau, met Casting at UCLA. Uh, She was also studying anthropology. She became, she, she wrote a book about the Yanomami Indians of the Amazon and then she published two more books on sorcery and witchcraft. Yeah. She became a full-on witch. Also disappeared the day after uh, Acastinated died. Uh, Marianne Simcoe studied at UCLA. She became Taisha Abelar. She was a devotee of karate, as were a few of the other women. Because they, mm. all, they all were like karate right. keys or whatever <laughs> yeah. in the pictures. Um, Tensegrity borrows heavily from martial arts and tai chi which maybe that's part of the influence from, uh, from Taisha Abelar. Um, this woman's kind of interesting. Am- Amalia Marquez uh, is one of the only uh, tensegrity women whose disappearance was actively investigated by law enforcement. So she was last seen in LA during April 1998, three days, three days prior to her 43rd birthday, never seen from again after. And she was like the president of her own business, Clear Green Inc., Hmm. which uh, followed the teachings of author guru Carlos Casaneda and led seminars based off of his methods. But anyway, when she died, her family pushed it and was like, we want to know what happened. Or when she disappeared. she No one knows. She might still even be alive. Yeah. The only body that they found was Parton. Sure. So, you know, her family actually kept pushing it, especially after the skeleton of Parton was found. But... LAPD looked into it but never could actually figure out what happened
0: mm.
2: you know
3: there's a lot of open space out there man
2: you so know? so that's the thing that's the mystery and I mean that's kind of I mean I'm sure there's a lot of unsolved murders you know bodies probably sitting in the Mojave Desert but what happened to these women I mean the, the bones of pardon provide a clue but no one knows the cause of death you know and people say she probably died from like cold and loneliness you know because they even say that she might have been like a simpleton or like you know had uh, developmental issues.
3: I, I don't think they call them simpletons anymore. Do you? I think that?
2: I like that term. Okay.
3: <laughs> she seemed that I mean, she was playing with dolls at the age of forty three. Okay. All right. All
0: right. Know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but anyway, uh, they say suicide, <laughs> you know, isn't as common with a lot of these religious movements. Okay. But Jonestown, Heaven's Gate. Right. I mean, isn't suicide kind of well? I guess uh, Waco that didn't that wasn't really a suicide. It was more of like a. Mass murder. Um, But anyway, the followers of Jonestown and Heaven's Gate committed suicide with the leaders of their sect, who in both cases initiated the tragedy through their teachings. Castaneda died of liver cancer, not suicide or violence. Mm. So if he commanded his close associates to do something after his death, how will we ever know about it? Yeah. So who knows? I mean, the suicide theory makes sense, but there's other explanations. Castaneda's writings emphasize spirits and visions often in the desert. Kind of what you were saying. Mm. So maybe these women took off in the desert, not with the intent to die, but hoping to contact their spirit animal or something. I mean, I've
3: done I've done the fucking vision quest in Death Valley. You know, you were just out there alone. Well, I went there with a group. Of, it's like a, a group of various broken people, and then like two guides who are just hippies, guides who teach you like how not to die in the desert. And then you have to go find your own like camp area, like within a, wait, by yourself. You yeah. Have within a tent? like two hours. Well, no, you don't have a tent. You have a tarp and a sleeping bag. You're not supposed to have a tent. Um, and you bring water and then that's it. So you go off by yourself this for four you days. Ayahuasca. No, I didn't take oh. anything. Uh, you take, for, you go off by yourself at a camp for four days and you just have a tarp in case it rains, and a sleeping bag, so you have no shelter, no human contact, and no food for four days. Jesus Christ! What'd you do during the day when it's hot? It was February, so it wasn't that, no, hot. It you wasn't just, that if hot. you, you just day. get in the shade, you're fine. You know.
2: So you just sit there. I mean, were you pretty hallucinating?
3: Much. Kinda, yeah. Like, at, like I, my, I'm pretty. My my mental stability is pretty delicate in general. And I'd never, I'd never gone twenty four hours without eating before, so it was like as soon as I was twenty four hours, I, I was already seeing fucking, you know. So what? Yeah, I was already when, seeing like the fall of Atlantis happening on the wall of a canyon. So what happens? So my like, imagination can run wild pretty quick.
2: Well, I mean, so you're on the spirit quest, or whatever, and you think like I'm going to find my spirit guide, and you think it's going to be like some Native American like witch doctor or something. What happens if it's like Mr. Roper, like Norman Fell?
3: Um, would you be spir- disappointed? Um, no, I mean, I, I I didn't have a spirit guide during that particular thing. Um, but what if- actually, I did. It was yeah, but no, I, I've done the meditation thing where I found my spirit guide. What and if it's, it's someone actually lame? Old- like it's someone you don't even like, like Mac Miller. I guess that would be you know? a problem. <laughs> like, what, what do you do? Mine was an old biker named Reginald. <laughs> <laughs> who'd seen it all, you know? So Reginald the Biker. Reginald the Biker. Yeah, he was cool, you know? He was fine.
2: I would just be worried it'd be someone I just don't like. Yeah. You know, just someone I'm just, like, I'm like Kid Rock or something. I mean, Mr.
3: Roper would be fucking great, Yeah, actually, you know? Norman Fell,
2: yeah. who played Mr. Roper, yeah. I would be stoked about that. Uh-huh. That'd be kind of cool. Right. You now, if it's Larry, though, I might have issues. <laughs> um... So, well, hey, D, it's
3: me, <laughs> Mr. Furley.
2: Don Knotts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so it's possible these women could still be alive because erasing personal history was a tenet of uh, tensegrity. Hmm. So these women obviously knew how to do it. They changed their names, you know, adopted new identities. So maybe they're flying under the radar, and the only one that died was, uh, was Parton. Who knows? Hmm. That being said... A lot of weird shit happens in the Mojave Desert. That's right. You know, it's it's a strange place to go. It's cool. I I actually do. I like going there like at least once a year. Yeah. It was very crowded though this weekend. Yeah. I think maybe that's the the thing. Was li- living with California, particularly L.A., Southern California. It's like it's such a populous state, and you realize when you go do shit, like go to the ocean, or go try to do something, or go on like a you know. Go to a cabin or something, or go camping. There's so many fucking people in this state. Yeah, yeah. That you're like it's, it's going to take three hours to get mm-hmm. there because you got to go through traffic. And mm-hmm. if it's like if you leave on a Friday at two, it's going to take you five hours. Yeah. And even then, we get to Joshua Tree just packed with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just kind of the the key to doing is what you did. Go during the week. Yep. Don't have a job. Yeah. Don't just have a job. Do whatever. That's, that's yeah. the key to doing. It. Uh-huh. That's the key yeah. to having fun in life. Don't have a job. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> people episode 660 of uh, sick and wrong here uh, we have new stories coming up next and uh we have some good phone calls uh, this week as well so stick around uh but first here's a word about our patreon page
3: do you need more sick and wrong in your life do you need one more news story to make you feel normal are three phone calls barely enough to feed the raging beast of desire Well, then it's time for you to get the help you need and become a Sick and Wrong patron. Sign up at patreon.com slash sickandwrong and you'll have access to exclusive Patreon-only content such as news stories, extra phone calls, and much, much more. Become a patron today and help us make a better Sick and Wrong for tomorrow. That's patreon.com slash sickandwrong.
2: So, the first story we have uh, here has to do with uh, a murder in the furry community. Oh my! Have you ever been down with the furries? Has that ever been a, has that ever been an interest of yours? No. You've never looked into it. No. Have you ever had care. sex with a girl wearing a fur suit? No, I have not. <laughs> no, would I ever be interested in doing that? You've never like, did you know anybody that was into it? Like in the, when you went to one of your munches, was there no. anyone that was like, oh, I'm into dressing up like a fox and no. getting penetrated? No. It's a, it's a weird thing. I don't thing. think I've
3: met any, I mean, I've seen, obviously I've seen documentaries and all sorts of shit, but yeah, I don't think I've met. Uh... I used to know a trans
2: girl who was on the yeah. show. was uh, a trans prostitute, uh, Juliet Stray. Yeah. I think she's still working these days. Uh, um, she was really into the furry thing. And so uh, she and and uh, or, uh, me and Holly went with her to this furry convention, FurCon, in San Jose, a few uh, like 10 years ago. Um, it was interesting. You know what's weird about it? It's, I thought it was just a, a, a gay thing. I didn't yeah. think it was a straight thing. But apparently straight people are into it too. Yeah. No, it's everybody's.
3: If you went to, if you I to saw this, a documentary about a girl, it's like, you know, you know, teenage girl, it's her whole thing. She maybe finds it's because it was San Jose, area. Bay Area, yeah. but it was
2: like 80% gay for sure. Okay. And like all the, you could well, buy they're, furry they're more art.
3: paraphilic culture, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I could see yeah, that. So.
2: But I mean, uh, and, they, and they, you know, they uh, would have these like furry parties and things like that. But they had like all this art that was like basically just like a skunk man with a huge boner, like fucking a, a beaver man. Okay. And that was, like, and the, the beaver man had a big boner too. And that, oh. that was like the art that you'd put up in your wall. Hmm. And they had a, like, it was a convention. So there's all these artists
3: like selling their, you know, furry art. Do you know, like, uh, yeah, mo- most of my contact with them has been, you know, as like trying to find comic artists to, to illustrate my shit on DeviantArt. A do, you lot- have a, do you have a lot of like animals with huge erections? No, but just a lot of artists on DeviantArt are also furry, so they're like, they're, wow, yeah. yeah, So they're like, oh, this is my, you know, they have they have their alter ego of them as like a fox man or whatever, and then they do most of their art is like of them as their fucking fox creature or something. Yeah, and like having sex with
2: like a and badger creature. And I'm always creature. like, you're so
3: talented. And this is what you do. I feel like they're dad. You're so talented. And this is how you spend your time. this is what
2: you do. This is what you do. You know, we had a... Do you remember that guy that... What was it called? An ovopositor? Do you Mm. remember this? Yeah. It was like a a dildo that would shove eggs
3: up your ass. Yes, I remember this. Yeah.
2: We had that guy on. He was like a furry that Mm. uh, created that thing, that device. And he was... I forget what animal he was. People... 've to the show probably I hate that. the
3: people who create shit like that because then and then somehow you end up dating a fucking otaku chick and then all of a sudden she wants you to fucking insert eggs in her ass or something that's like I don't want to <laughs> yeah, do but this you be good I'm giving fucking, in game yeah I know you do that's why it sucks you know <laughs>
2: so this this is an odd one this is definitely not a uh Gay furry community here. This is maybe it's just the maybe the furry community, there's no labels. Don't qualify it. Yeah, I don't want to qualify it. Uh, But this has to do with a furry couple who was uh, murdered. An army mechanic convicted in a 2016 slaying of a furry couple and their friend. 23 year old army mechanic uh, confessed to killing this Fullerton, California couple and their friend in order to save a teen. That he believed was being sexually abused by the father.
3: Oh. Yeah,
2: he uh, was convicted of first degree murder.
3: Is this is like a taxi driver, Jody Foster kind of situation?
2: K- kind of, but yeah. involving fursuits. Okay. So it's like Jodie Foster was dressed up yeah. as like, I don't know, a bear or something. Okay. Or like a or like a gopher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh Santa Ana jury convicted Joshua Costa of the special circumstances killings. Of Christopher Yost, thirty-four, his wife Jennifer Yost, thirty-nine, and their friend Arthur Billy Boucher, twenty-eight. Uh, hmm. Yeah, they were. You ambushed might say and we executed. find you
3: guilty of murder in the first degree.
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Um, they were all ambushed and executed yeah. while they slept in a Fullerton home the early morning of September twenty-fourth, twenty sixteen. What's interesting about that? Do you think this was a thruple? Um. yeah look at this Christopher Yost his yeah. wife and yeah. their friend they're all furries yeah and they, that's the thing like furries it's not just like you know an innocuous we're just dressing up as our fur outfits and we're gonna have a picnic it's like no I mean they they purposely have like zippers over their genitalia so they can have sex
3: yeah I think they're just probably having an encounter I don't know there's necessarily a thruple you know
2: it might be a thruple
3: it might know. be they're probably just you know <laughs> Have you ever been in a throuple? What what is a thruple? How's it different from a fucking three way? No, a, th- a three
2: way is like a three way sex act. The thruple is like you're in a relationship with a couple. Oh no, 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 no. It's like a, no. it's like a three way relationship. Okay, I yeah, I I think this was probably just a fucking
3: three way, honestly. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but
2: I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. know. It could be like this guy isn't around because uh, you know he's he's the second husband to the wife. You know what? A friend of mine was on a. I forget the dating app hinge i think it was and uh this girl uh messaged him on it and in her pictures she's just with this like grinning dude like his guy with just a grin in every picture yeah and so he was like isn't this kind of weird yeah and i'm like well i don't know maybe they want you for a thruple yeah and he's like what is that and so i was explaining explaining it and i was like you should ask him so then he messaged her back like he sent something back and sure enough that's exactly what it was oh Okay, we're looking for a third To be in the throuple I'd like to do that Be in a throuple? Yeah I don't You know I think I'd be it'd...
3: down I'm down <laughs> Guys Just so you know I'm in
2: I just think Sounds it'd be a lot of work
3: I need to just escalate things You know Would all you want to
2: be in a Like uh throuple with like two girls Or a throuple with a guy Like a heterosexual couple He's just fine Just any kind of yeah, throuple situation I <laughs> Yeah I
3: I'm open You know I don't give a fuck
2: Would you move in with them And live in the house? Yeah so with all three of you in one yeah. house
3: i mean i would have to get along with them. obviously i mean that'd be important but God. i it's something i'd be very interested in doing i just i yeah i have a hard enough time getting it along really with opens one person. up the amount of things you can you can do that is you true know? but yeah.
2: i just have a hard enough time getting along with one person i can okay. imagine now i have to be in a relationship with two people
3: yeah so know. listeners if you're out there hey give me hit me up you know dm <laughs> you, me you guys you need a
2: throuple. There, Harrison's looking yeah. looking for a thruple. Yeah, DM me. Thank you. <laughs> um, so Acosta said that he uh, carried out the killings in order to protect Yost's oldest daughter, 17-year-old Catelyn Goodwill. He met Goodwill and her parents and the co-defendant here, Frank Felix, in the furry community, hmm. which uh, I love this article describes it, made up of people who like to dress up as animals and take on their personas. Right. So is that what you do? You,
3: that you, makes them sound like skinwalkers or something, you know?
2: <laughs> I just like it's like I'm now a skunk. Yeah. Like, do you what, or like a fucking of a
3: skunk? Viking berserker wolfman or something? You know, take
2: on their personas. Yeah. The other weird thing about this is a whole family of furries. Yeah, like because there's like a, a sexual theme to being a furry. Don't you think it'd be weird to be like, I'm gonna go to the furry convention with my parents.
3: Is there wait, is there was there a child involved in this? Or? Yeah, this oh. uh, the
2: seventeen oh. year old girl. Oh, okay, okay. This guy, right, the murderer, met the girl yeah. with her parents yeah. and this other co defendant in the furry community. He so didn't kill all, the girl though. No, he was well, yeah. he was saving
3: the girl. Right, yeah. You know? It's like a but, taxi driver But furries. chances are they didn't sexually abuse the girl, right? Well, we'll find out. Will we assuming so, oh, in a
2: recorded confession okay. played during the trial, Acosta yeah. described using a shotgun to shoot Boucher in the head. He's yeah. the he's the friend.
3: This was Jim Acosta who did this, right?
2: Yeah, Jim Acosta. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so, he's a yeah. violent guy, man. Yeah,
2: after he got his White House press credentials yeah. taken away, next thing you know, he's shooting families. He's a bad furries. hombre. Yeah, you know? um, he shot. I Trump would love if Jim yeah, Acosta yeah. Would do this. He's like, I always was telling you, the guy's a furry. Yeah, he's a deviant tremendous deviant. Mm. Um, Acosta described using a shotgun to shoot Boucher in the head while he slept on the couch. He then shot the wife, Jennifer Yost, between the eyes in her bedroom. And then he shot the husband, Christopher Yost, as he tried to flee from the home. (laughs) I love that. It's like the guy's going to kill his wife and Mm. kill the other person and the husband, whose daughter's there, Mm. the husband's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. I'm just (laughs) going to get the fuck out of here. Um, who, Who needs to protect the family? Acosta told detectives that the Yost family was a festering wound that he had cauterized. Wow. And Boucher, the friend, is collateral damage. Jesus. How how happy do you think his defense attorney was about that statement? Right, yeah. It's like, yeah. dude, what did I tell you about yeah. saying shit? You don't want to say festering wound ever right. about a family that you just murdered. Jesus Christ. Um, Acosta's attorney here told jurors that Goodwill, who's the daughter, manipulated Acosta... Alleging that the teen wanted her parents dead, she knew that Acosta's an autistic man and is overly trusting of people naive, so she could use him. So he's trying to pin it on the girl. <clears throat> Here, wait—he's um, trying
3: to pin it on the seventeen-year-old girl Yeah, that she that said? she
2: wanted the parents dead. Oh wow! So she made up this whole
3: narrative about sexual
2: abuse to convince right. this autistic man. Was she guy also, to do a it. also a furry? Also a furry. as a whole yeah. family of furries. well, because
3: there's a there's a there's a put you know there's a non-sexual aspect of dumb.
2: I, how, though? I mean, it's like they all like go there. They got
3: pictures of boners and animals, and they have sex. They yiff. There's a term called yiffing. Yeah, I know. But, like, dude, you can just go to fucking Comic-Con in a fursuit and enjoy it. You know, it's it's not necessarily all a sexual thing.
2: I think if you're in you the have a hard time
3: wrapping your brain around this shit, I gotta say. Trying
2: to compartmentalize it yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
3: I think if you go... If you're in that furry community... Yeah. I think it is very sexual. And there are some... You pro- there's probably a lot of them where it is but like there are, i know there are furries that are just like they're into it as like a lifestyle thing not as like a sexual thing
2: they're the ones that have like the tails like that they attach their keys and they kind of carry the tails around
3: yeah those are uh, wolf um What's that those called? are other kin
2: other kin yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's different. different that's a different, different, different thing yeah but other kin's there's some people that just but, right?
3: like mascots because they like the you know for various reasons that not are not necessarily sexual. I mean anyone look, anyone listening fucking call us and tell us about it, but I'm pretty sure about that shit, man. Dude, I don't know. You that
2: know? that one guy, he's like yeah. in the furries created a device that could shoot eggs up your anus.
3: I Here think that's kind of sexual. Listen up you screwheads. Here is a man <laughs> who would not take it any male or a man who stood up against the fox men, the dog girls, the the wolf Kids, who are you quoting? Um, Travis Bickle. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm right, extrapolating right. on on Travis Bickle. Yeah. So get back to the story okay. here.
2: The daughter, Goodwill, testified that her father, Christopher Yost here, molested her on a weekly basis between the ages of seven and fifteen. Oh. She alleged that Felix, who's another friend from the furry community, had blackmailed her into having sex with him by threatening to tell her mother about the abuse. Dude, I always knew that was cat pervert. was
3: no fucking good. I wonder, Felix, you do, know? He,
2: do furries dress up as specific animals, like Scooby-Doo or something?
3: No, they make their own characters. And so they're, it's, you yeah. gotta be your
2: own, like, yeah. I'm Sammy the Seal yep. or something. Sammy the Seal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Goodwill said on the night of the killing she was planning to tell her mother about the alleged abuse and had asked uh, Costa to help her run away from home. She testified that she let Acosta into her parents' home and that she waited with Felix, who's the other guy from the community here, in Acosta's truck after he entered the residence. So she set the whole thing up. Okay. You know, gave him keys to the front door. He went in. Acosta said Goodwill knew nothing about the plan to kill her parents. The teen testified she wasn't even aware that they were dead until notified by police.
0: Mm. She was in
2: the house, though. She was outside in the car Uh. after she let the guy in what okay wow okay what did she think was happening inside yeah. the home yeah the I guns there's <laughs> guns the guy has guns what the fuck she let him into the house to kill her parents jesus
3: yeah so there's no evidence of sexual any kind of sexual misconduct
2: well that's after. the thing and now people are saying or at least the defense mm-hmm. attorney is saying that this was all a
3: ruse yeah to get accosted to kill her parents yeah because that's kind of saying like How could a gay couple raise a child without involving them in gay couple stuff? Well, it happens all the time, guys. You know, people used to think that way. So it's like, well, I think, you know, well, that's the thing, though. She's she, you know, testified
2: that she was mm -hmm. abused. So maybe the abuse did happen. Who knows? She testified in court. Yeah, that
3: she was abused. But to get the guy so the guy would get off or something? That's what the
2: defense attorney is saying is that uh, the defense attorney is saying that she manipulated the guy because he's autistic and to kill your parents but she testified that she was molested on a weekly basis so Oh, so she was
3: So she said. If she says she was she probably was I'm I'm going to go ahead and believe her on that Um, All right, well, okay.
2: Got easy there, Kavanaugh. Jesus
3: Christ. (laughs)
2: All right. So you know you're going to like grab your, you're like, where's your, here's my calendar. Here's my calendar. Um, Goodwill acknowledged though that she- I want to give
3: these furries the benefit of the doubt, (laughs) I guess. But now I can't. Okay.
2: Goodwill acknowledged that she had previously lied to police and prosecutors about who carried out the abuse and who she had told about it. She said, uh, I guess there's friction with her mother in which she made remarks about killing someone. Um, she said she wrote messages under another persona and didn't recall others. So, I, you know, I don't know. Oh, there's man. a lot of uh, Oh
3: yep. issues going on here. Then there's the other topers. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's, okay. I'm not saying yeah. she's the most reliable right. witness here.
2: Um, Thanks, Reddit.
3: This is all Reddit's fault. The
2: uh, district attorney said that there's likely no way authorities will ever know if there's any truth to the sexual assault allegations. Sure. But he did say regardless of whether Goodwill influenced Acosta, he was still responsible for the killings. Mm. She was granted full immunity to testify
3: against Acosta. Oh, she testified against him. Yeah, and
2: was granted immunity. So she's not even going to be prosecuted for this. Huh? Yeah. And the other guy, Felix, is being tried separately for his role. So Acosta is going to return to court for sentencing on December 14th. Mm. Not sure if the furry community is devastated by this news. Yeah. But maybe. I mean, I don't know. Do you think... When a member of the furry community is murdered, do they bury them in the fursuit and like everybody shows up at the funeral in their fur outfits? What?
3: What like a Juggalo funeral? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, do you think it happens?
2: I mean, if you're really into furries, yeah, and you, you're like, I want everyone to you know to be at my funeral, yeah, out of respect for the recently departed, in your fursuit.
3: I, I I think they can probably hold off on that shit. Not at the cemetery, you know? You wouldn't do it? You wouldn't wear your, uh, I don't know. No, although I I went, when I was at an estate auction recently. Your prairie dog outfit? I almost bought bought a mascot head. Which which one? I was like a bear or dog or something. (laughs) Uh, They didn't have the suit, just the head. But it was fucking filthy, so I didn't. (laughs) Uh, But I came real close because it was like $10 or something, you know? (laughs) Just like... Yeah.
2: What would you have done with it? Would you have somehow incorporated it into the, uh, I don't know, the, the sexual
3: fun time? No,
2: but no, I'd do something been...
3: funny with it, you know? <laughs> like stand in the woods and freak people out and wave at them with a with like a giant cartoon flower I or think something. just
2: driving with it yeah, yeah, would be yeah. pretty weird. Right. Like just
3: in traffic on the 101. Right, yeah. Waving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. what do you have here for the second story? All right. So uh, this is sent in by a couple of people, but first sent in by Joel... Who says, better warn your brother, D. I think you've warned your brother Uh-oh. enough about a lot Uh-oh. of things. Yeah. I don't think he, he doesn't needs... listen to me yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man dies after injecting silicone in his genitals. Mom blames sex cult master. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Um, I thought they injected saline. That's what you're supposed to. Do. Okay, you're not supposed to do that, but I think that's what usually people do. Yeah. Well, what does
2: this guy just want? Really big balls? I don't like, know. Like is he like like Kim Kardashian's ass? Like he wants to like you know get implants in his testicles? I think so. Yeah. He wants really big. Because like
3: saline, I think if you if you inject it in there, it goes away. Yeah, it's absorbed. You yeah. yeah. Sprayed out. But this silicone guy wanted, that should stay in there. Why know? does he want huge balls? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's going to affect a lot of things, yeah. like the pants you wear. And plus, it's like you get older and they get things, they, you yeah, know, they, they're yeah, already getting, they, droop, they start to yeah. drop, yeah.
2: But I mean, I, I think he just wants really yeah. huge ones, like coconut-sized He's going to be kicking,
3: kicking them around, you oh, know? It's very bizarre. Like fucking, uh, uh, fucking Ron Howard at the beginning of the Andy Griffith show, you know? <laughs> kicking a can, <laughs> kicking his own fucking testicles down yeah. the goddamn dusty like maracas. road. maracas. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, a Washington kink enthusiast, died last month after silicone injections in his genitals led to fatal bleeding. But his mom believes a gay sex cult is to blame. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. And if you're wondering um, what a gay sex cult is, it's also known as being gay. Just being gay. Yeah. That's what...
2: (laughs) Do you join
3: a gay sex cult by being a gay guy? Yeah, but maybe maybe this gay
2: sex cult's like, all right, in order to be a member of the cult, you got to have massive balls. Uh, I see. And so maybe that's part. Is that is that cultish? If not
3: figuratively, we don't mean figuratively. (laughs) All right, we mean literally.
2: Yeah, but I mean, is that cultish if everybody in it has to have like you know coconut-sized testicles?
3: Well, let's yes, but let's see how this how this shakes out here. How this thing shakes out. Shakes out. Uh, Jack 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 Chapman a twenty eight year old Australian living in Seattle died from silicone embolism syndrome resulting in hemorrhaging in the lungs hmm. okay that's what the medical examiner said Chapman who went by tank Heathcliff hafertipin hafertipin tank yeah Heathcliff hey I'm tank Heathcliff yeah. hafertipin uh also known as pup tank <laughs> were these guys bears? they were i think they were something beyond what we know you oh, okay, know yeah well they're not big maybe they were pup maybe they were doing pup play you know pup i don't play. even know what pup play you know those weird dog masks those like leather dog masks oh yeah yeah I like the, yeah the, that's pup play i think that involves pup play where somebody pretends to be like a dog or something it's like a thing do they have big balls not that i know of okay yeah so <laughs> I, don't, I don't know uh, was an active member of San Francisco and later Seattle's gay BDSM community. Chapman served as one of several slaves to master Dylan Hefertipin, known as the nickname Noodles and Beef.
0: Noodles and Beef, <laughs> noodles,
3: and beef noodles and Beef, Noodles and Beef. Wait, so Noodles and Beef yeah. was the master? Yeah, Noodles and Beef was the master of Pup Tank.
2: Of and, the Pup Tank.
3: And some other people.
2: I yeah. almost kind of want to call my brother on this. Yeah. <laughs> I can see if he's ask around. him about pup play yeah, I'd like, like to know I'd like to know if your brother's
3: around. ever taken part in pup play um, I feel like your brother's taken part in like he's probably at least tried every fucking form of weird deviant thing you can do I, he's you done a, yeah yeah. unless it has to do with uh, like
2: a heterosexual woman right yeah, if it's yeah, like yeah. a woman no, no he probably hasn't mm. but yeah like I don't think my brother's like you know pulled a tampon out of a girl and like licked it or anything right sure you know?
3: <laughs> uh: Because Hef- <laughs> we've all done that.: Sure, yeah. <laughs> totally um, normal.: The crimson beard experience. <laughs> Hefertipin, who has thousands of followers on social media, is known for posting salacious photos with his slaves whom he calls his pups. Several of Hefertipin's pups, including Tank, appear to have artificially enlarged genitals, as well hmm. as extremely muscular bodies. Boys uh Ch- so they
2: all have huge nuts yeah that is bizarre
3: yeah and they're all cut <laughs> uh chap <laughs> chapman's mother which is weird if they're wearing fur suits they're not wearing fur suits as far as i can so these tell. guys
2: okay so yeah. these guys aren't yeah. furry bears like guys no. wearing bear fur suits these guys are like bears with
3: huge balls well they're not bears cuz they're muscular okay
0: i
2: thought must aren't bears but bears muscular? are fat
3: Oh yeah, I guess bears yeah. are fat. There's like otters, and yeah, there's, there's uh, wolf pups. Gray,
2: yeah, gray wolves, but and, something uh, like that. Or silver. Yeah, there's pups.
3: silver fox. Silver fox is one. Is that a thing, or is that? I'm just, pretty sure it's just like Roger Sterling. You know, <laughs> I think there's like a okay, silver. Okay, I fox. think that's a general term. I don't think it's a gay term. Oh, maybe I don't know. We're trying, <laughs> trying to figure this out. Um, trying to figure this out, guys. So uh, Chetman's mother Linda is blaming Hefertipin for turning her son onto the dangerous body modification that resulted in his death. Hmm. She likened her son's relationship with his master to a cult.
2: So she, so this guy was Australian. Yeah. Mom lives in Australia. He moved to San Francisco. He yeah. got all wrapped up in the big ball
3: cult. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, Seattle, according to the mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and uh, although I, I got to say, I don't like this new trend of like, Anybody who has multiple sex partners now is a it yeah, has a cult? sex cult. Is there a sex cult? You know, I, that's I, kind of the way things are going now. Yeah, it's but like see,
2: that's that could be like you know you got a harem up, yeah. like You know, it's a bit you got, like you're he's into a master.
3: A, you know, if there's a master, sometimes they have multiple subs. It's a thing. It happens yeah, a lot. Think, it it mean, mean, yeah. yeah, I don't think that doesn't mean yeah. Yeah, I don't think that is. I think it's a. I think it yeah. becomes cultish yeah. when everybody
2: has to you know walk yeah. around as a pup and like change their names and give them money and right make their balls very big. Yeah, exactly.
3: I mean, it's like. My j- brother's j- not
2: answering, so. Okay,
3: all right. Oh, well. Well, it's like just because you've, you know, just because you've, you're you a master with a bunch of slaves, it doesn't make you fucking David Berg. You yeah, know, exactly. From children not- of God. Like, it's, I don't know. I don't like this. I don't like this, the way things are happening. Well, I think with this. everybody's so you know.
2: quick to throw out the cult term.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. When
2: it's like, you know, you don't know
3: yeah. all the details yet. Yeah. Uh, it was devotion. It was like some sort of clan family, like a cult. And to prove their devotion to him, they had to change their bodies. Is what okay, the now said. Th-
2: this is becoming more cult like. Sure,
3: yeah. So you had to change your bodies to prove your devotion to the master? Although, if you're serving a master, you got to do a lot of things to fucking prove your devotion, you know?
2: Yeah, but this is like. I well, mean, this is weird because it's actually dangerous. This is yeah, weird because it's is dangerous. dangerous. Yeah. And but Plus, not to mention, it's like you're injecting a, a poisonous substance into your body. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. And th- that's all I never understood about a lot of these guys that like people who split their tongues and things like that. Yeah. Um, you're, you're not going to a doctor. Like, are they going to like, a, is there like a surgeon or like an anesthesiologist or someone on, on present, present there when, they're, when he's injecting silicone into his nuts?
3: Well, pro- I mean, I probably, don't know. He's probably just but, a
2: bunch of other dudes with big balls But you don't necessarily around. need
3: a doctor to get fucking Botox in your goddamn eyebrows either, you know. So
2: Yeah, but I mean, um, I I just wouldn't be mm. injecting things into my dick No. without a doctor being Certainly
3: there. Certainly not. Yeah. So, um <laughs> He's not the he was not the jack that I sent over there. He had no self-esteem. He lost himself in the cult. This was a disturbed boy. Well, no, now
2: he's yeah. his name's Tank and he's got right. big nuts.
3: Right. What do you think, mom? Uh Linda detailed a contract her son signed with Hefertipen which promised his master total control over his mind and body. Meh.
2: Wait, is that is that like a is that like part of the whole agreement? Like you're supposed to sign contracts with the master?
3: I've never actually seen that happen in real life. That is certainly what happens in Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, it's about Fifty Shades you know? of Grey. Yeah, it sounds like that movie. Secretary. Right. Yeah. I think there's. Like I've a never seen these there. contracts. I mean, uh, contracts are generally a good idea, so that if like somebody dies, you could be like, "Well, we had a sexual had that thingy." Thing, yeah.
2: Didn't th- did that deal. just recently happen in Los Feliz? Like some guy, like his whole thing, he'd like to be wrapped up in like cellophane by the master and then like have like just a hole in his mouth oh something yeah. about it. yeah mummification he's yeah. in a mummification yeah. and then he died he actually i guess yeah. i don't know. I mean your body can't breathe he died and the the guy the master is like well here's the contract
3: okay yeah. it's a
2: weird gay sex thing yeah and then they're like oh there's a contract okay you're not a murderer
3: you're still supposed to like be careful though when you're doing shit like that like you can't leave somebody like fucking alone in a thing with the just a you know their nose, nose covered in just like a fucking straw. Like a straw sticking out. Yeah. yeah there, there was that. some
2: circumstance yeah. where like the guy was there and I think his body just kind of freaked out and he died yeah. of like a an aneurysm or something.
3: Oh, I see. Yeah, that can happen. I've had some shit go down. Um... She said her son was required to take Hafertopin's last name, give him his salary. Okay, that's... that's uh, yeah, oh, uh, and
2: now it's become even more
3: cult-like. Yeah, although fin doms. you giving him money? Finn doms, you know. Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, yeah, there's some financial yeah, doms. Wear a chain around his neck, which... And cut off contact with anyone outside his BDSM curriculum. That's it. All right, once you start okay. cutting off the yep. family that's contact... Uh, taken in, in yeah, tandem, all these things, etc. Uh, Furtipin deactivated several of his accounts after Chapman's death. It is not known who injected silicone into Chapman's scrotum. You know, I got to say, this cult
2: is making Castaneda's cult look like Sesame Street.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. You
2: know, what I mean, Castaneda's cult, yeah, we wear karate outfits and we like go in the desert or whatever on Spirit mm-hmm. Quest. This
3: whole other level of cults. Yeah. Lot of scrotums. Lot of a lot
2: of, scrot- a lot of yeah. big scrotums. Yeah.
3: yeah. Chapman's death in mid October was caused by a viral inflammation of the lungs called pneumonitis, which progressed to acute respiratory distress syndrome. The syndrome eventually resulted in hemorrhaging in the lungs. That's kinda of weird. I don't know like I don't know how injecting silicone in your nuts fucks up your lungs. It's kinda of... Well it gets you bloodstream probably. I guess so. So uh, maybe yeah. that's what it is. It's bizarre um but uh how how big were his nuts i don't know
2: like how big do they get
3: and i'm fine not knowing <laughs> <You> know, just, <laughs> i'm totally cool with it i'm, I'm just with my current like, knowledge yeah.
2: like, is that a thing in this community where you see a guy with just ginormous testicles and you're like that's hot yeah like, we see a girl with a, you know, a big butt. That's why they get butt implants. They're right. like, oh, that's an attractive, an attractive ass. Like She's got yeah. a lot of ass there. I wonder if like gay dudes that are into this are like, God, he's got massive
3: balls. Yeah. That's I don't, a weird I don't thing. Know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Um, three weeks prior to his death, <laughs> Chapman signed over all his money to hefertipin in his will, something Linda said she finds unsettling. Now, that, is, yeah. that is, uh, unsettling. is unsettling, though. Linda said her son, Jack, and his autistic brother, Ben, each received $200,000 after her late husband's death. Jack's money was intended to go to Ben's medical care if anything were ever to happen to him, she explained. What, what did Ben do with his money? I don't know. He's autistic. I know, yeah. but I mean, yeah. still,
2: it's like, I yeah. go...
3: But I don't know. Autistic can mean a lot of things nowadays if i were Wait, that if, could mean like he can't speak or that could also mean like he's good at math and has trouble talking to girls you know like you exactly. don't know exactly that's yeah. what if
2: i was the guy with <laughs> so, big balls i yeah. would have taken my money yeah. taken jack went yeah. to like a casino right. had him count cards and double that money oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do with definitely. Uh, de- 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 <laughs>
3: definitely definitely uh oh fart yeah Linda confronted Ferdinand about the will on the project, which is an Australian talk show. Oh, so they went both went on this fucking talk show. Oh wow, okay, ridiculous.
2: I to see if I. I wonder if our
3: Aussie listeners know about this. Like a Doctor Phil kind of thing. Yeah, Yeah, it's a project. Are you calling everyone in the studio audience hoes? You didn't think of his autistic brother on a disability pension. $200,000 is a pretty good price, isn't it? She said to him. I was intending to give that to Ben, he replied. Um, But then he put it on his balls. But not with this animosity. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but jam, but jambo. Um, so yeah. So there's like a, there's also a, a Facebook uh, memorial page uh, for for Chapman, which was clearly made by this master, because it praises their relationship and it says like Tank's greatest passion was for his partner Dylan, Dylan Haverdipen. Mm. Um, together for over eight years, their love overcame challenges the size of continents and persisted as an unbreakable bond. Tank's devotion and love for his partner was absolute. Tank's final words to Dylan were, Thank you for allowing me to serve you. It was like, my balls hurt. Yeah, my balls <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks for allowing uh, me to serve yeah. you thank you for infecting my lungs yeah. <laughs> da, 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 da. traveled down the... all right um so yeah and and the facebook memorial also says he died of an undiagnosed lung ailment undiagnosed lung ailment yeah come it on sounds man. pretty fucking diagnosed to me so i wonder sweetheart. so is this guy culpable for any kind of crime here no well there's no criminal investigation at this time according to the medical examiner's office but the mom's trying to, I wonder if the mom's mm-hmm. just
2: gonna get revenge cause no one knows like how, how Aussie to style yeah
3: yeah um, no one knows how, who, you know who injected the fucking you know the shit so it's like eh no one knows if he was how he was. he was forced to do it did he agree to do it whatever so so my question to prove is any of this shit.
2: were his balls equal to the size of two Foster's cans side by side
3: Ooh. I would say probably if you were to grab the balls and, and make them into that shape. And make them in that they shape would, they, they would be, be equivalent of, of two fosters, two foster's cans. Foster's cans. Wow. Yeah.
2: Nice. Well there you go. They're pretty
3: big. Well, I
2: think the moral of the story is just don't inject shit into your nuts. Yeah. You shouldn't do just that. Just leave yeah. Just leave them.
3: If you get to any yeah. point where you haven't inject things at home into your penis or your scrotum. Stop and reconsider things and yeah. reconsider your life. <laughs> just
2: look at what you're doing yeah. and be like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I'll take up another hobby. Yeah. Same Fly thing with like, if you're like
3: on heroin or something and you're like, now I, I have no veins left. I got inje-, you injected. You know, in just nuts. go home. <laughs> like, just forget. Just stop. You know, come on.
2: People's episode 660 here, at Stick It Wrong. You can send your stories, mm-hmm. stick around podcast, gmail.com. We have phone calls coming up next 323 is that number. But first, uh, Here's a little word from Adam and Eve.
3: It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukaki. and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, AdamandEve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E.
2: So we got a few phone calls to get to. Uh, this is interesting. We have two two-part phone calls. So it's actually four calls, but they're both like two parts a piece. Okay. It's, it's complicated. Yeah. Uh, the first call, though, this guy called in about, I guess... I don't know. I, I guess this is an attempted suicide. Okay. It's a subject you have a lot of experience with. I've never attempted suicide. But you've thought about oh, it.
3: Oh, all the every day.
2: Yeah. So, yeah. so I guess we can actually kind of be like the American Idol judges deciding. Okay. Was this an effective way to go about it or not? It was dreadful, <laughs> sir.
3: <laughs> it was
2: dreadful.
1: All right. Hey, you two fucking Jews. Um, <laughs> two
2: live Jews. Hmm.
1: I just found a bottle of pills, uh, cyclobenzaprine, cyclobenzaprine, I guess.
2: You know that one? What is that? Yeah,
3: it's a muscle relaxant.
1: Oh, it's a
2: muscle relaxant. Yeah. Can you kill yourself from a
3: muscle relaxer? I'm sure you can. I mean, it's, it's very, it's similar to a benzodiazepine. Um, uh, it's a little more physical than a benzodiazepine, but I mean, it has a very similar effect. If you take a bunch of a few cyclobenzoprene, it'll be very similar to taking Xanax. It's like, hey, right. You can kill in. yourself on Xanax. Yeah. So, I, yeah, yeah so I'm so sure I you, you could. could kill yourself on cyclobenzoprene. But I mean, if
2: you're trying to kill yourself, mm. would you take something like, uh, like, Vicodin's or something and, like, you know, drink like a fifth of Jameson? You'd probably take as much shit or as you could possibly take. But I would take, yeah. like,
3: Valium. Take, like, this what's is a- probably very similar to Valium. This is very similar to Valium.
1: All right. Well, All right. Probably yeah. Work. yeah. So, um, you, you might, I don't fucking know. I'm going to fucking die. I'm going to die. And I, and I'm, I'm going to take bets myself. right now.
3: He's not going to die. And yeah, I, I'm going to take bets. So he's gonna not going yeah. to What do we, what do we got? We got, uh, we got, <laughs> we got $5. on. What's the Vig yeah, on what's this? What's the over under yeah, on yeah, this yeah, one? Yeah, okay.
1: yeah, Okay. You might like that or follow me, you. With around like uh, uh Schlitzy's personality, Schlitzy yeah, well, has you a skip lot ahead more. There? Uh, no,
3: but we were talking. Should I skip back here? Yeah, go back a little okay, bit. Okay. Cause
2: I, I kind of got lost.
3: Okay,
1: I'm gonna fucking die. I'm gonna die, and I, and I'm gonna do it myself. I I was just gonna say you might identify me with around like uh, uh, Schlitzy's personality. Schlitzy has a lot more. Uh, 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 he has a better personality. He has a better life. That is the most shocking thing.
2: <laughs> Schlitzy has a better life s- than
3: you.
1: I've ever heard
3: was, said on this show. You know,
2: if, if Schlitzie has amazing. a better life than you, then maybe suicide is a good idea. Oh, my God. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. Have you not paid attention to Schlitzy's calls? Oh, my God. It's like some of the most horrifying shit I think I've ever imagined.
3: Nobody listens to his calls and thinks like, this guy's got it all. Yeah.
0: You know? <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, it's like fuck? watching MTV Cribs, being like, "I wish I had that." Yeah, it's like, dude, the guy got like, what, break like, raped by his uncle or whatever in the last call?
3: Raped by a lot of people. Or, or
2: raped by a lot of a lot of people yeah. were raping Schlitzy. You don't want his life, man. Yeah. Jesus, dear God.
1: He has a lot more interesting things going on. I am just a boring. I, I'm I'm nothing.
3: I mean, repeated rehab, you know, residencies. That is, I guess it's something going on. I, you I get guess. some stories from that, but it doesn't necessarily make for a, um, a rewarding life for a, you know. It's, <laughs> well, it's uh, not a
2: life that I would seek out. Right, yeah. yeah put it that way.
3: He sounds like fucking Mark David. so depressing. This guy sounds like Mark David Chapman. You yeah, know? he does kind of sound yeah. like Mark David Chapman. Jesus Christ. Hey, if you're gonna Although, kill actually, anybody... Mark, Mark David Chapman was actually pretty interesting. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, yeah, but was he, he, he was hallucinating gnomes. And... He had like a, yeah. a, a fucking menagerie of gnomes in his own brain that he could consult about things. But he was
2: also like, wasn't he obsessed with Catcher in the Rye and Holden yeah, yeah. Caulfield and all yeah. that? Maybe this guy, maybe we could be his inspiration. But if you're going to kill mm. somebody... I'm going to recommend uh, the dude from Maroon 5, maybe. Yeah. Or yes. um, or I don't know. I mean... Yeah. Or Mitch McConnell or something. You yeah. Know. Mitch Mc- Yeah, let's go politicians yeah. here. Yeah. Mitch McConnell. Or Ashton Sh-
3: Kutcher. So, somebody jerky. <laughs> Just some you know? random. Yeah. I,
2: I'd rather Mitch McConnell than yeah, Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Make sure you wear a sick and wrong shirt, though.
3: Yes, please. Um, also, read Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have never read that book? What? How? I mean, I thought that was mandatory teaching nope. in high school. I don't know. I went to a weird high school. Oh, that's and it weird. just And I liked. I've read every other, book every other thing Salinger's written. That's a great book. It seems like a shitty book. No, it's great. It about It's about, sort of, it's about like a neurotic teenager that, uh, like, uh, who cares? I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's a neurotic coming-of-age story. It's classic. I'm
3: already came. Of, I'm fucking 39. But when, when, when you're in high school and you read that, it's oh, like a oh, sure, wow, Yeah, yeah it's... I'm sure it means a lot then. But hey, but anyway, you should read it, uh, guy. Cyclopean man.
1: I'm nothing. I am fucking shit. I am nothing. And um I found these pills, cyclopenzoprene. Five milligrams. Look them up. Hmm. And uh I guess the only thing I have to really
3: Maybe you could shoot Elliot Smith. Oh wait, he's dead. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah no. No, plus he was all right. No, I'd say no he's great. Other people had. But I'm have just die. saying.
3: I'm not saying it as somebody I don't like. I'm just saying a musician.
2: Oh, okay. Of well, note, yeah, yeah.
3: But he's uh, he's like long dead. But you're gonna
2: make him so. a martyr, so he's yeah. like. I guess. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, do the world a favor. There's a few musicians I can. His point girlfriend out. already
3: killed him. So That's yeah, true, yeah, uh, yeah. Mm.
2: <laughs> Kanye West.
3: Yeah. Kanye West. Yeah, un-
1: yeah. <laughs> they, uh, I, I wouldn't yeah. care. Really, um, they really uh, they amplify the effect of the alcohol, and I've been drinking pretty pretty heavily. So there's eight.
2: Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity. Yeah, yeah. All right, Sean Hannity. Sean that Hannity, guy, perfect.
1: Teen pills here
3: pain pills
1: so uh
3: does he it's a muscle relaxant, It's some pain yeah. pills do you know what words mean sir i think he's confused
2: mm. about it. i think he's like i yeah. found a bunch of pills that you're you know you you need to have like a prescription for
3: you know if you do a catcher in the rye murder you you need to use a 38 pistol all three catcher in the rye murders have used a 38 it's pistol. It's yeah a 38, mark david huh? chapman john Hinckley. Hickley used a 38 thing. Hickley too? had a copy of Catcher in the Rye and used a 38. And um, uh, the guy who killed Rebecca Schaefer, that actress in LA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah. sister Sam. Yeah, same thing. That was that one 38. Was 38. Uh huh. Yeah. He was also inspired
2: yeah. by Catcher in the Rye, that guy? Yeah,
3: he had a copy with him. Jesus. They all had 38. It was the whole thing they started. Wow. Yeah. So Also, you know that Mark David Chapman, when he, th- when he thought that after he killed John Lennon, he would disappear into the pages of the book like Gumby. <laughs>
0: like he literally thought
3: that's like what Gumbie happened yeah yeah like how like gumby would go into book, a book yeah. yeah that's what thought would happen and when it didn't happen he was shocked
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, i just read a book about wow. him so i'm, I'm i got a, a head full of it
1: sick and wrong here's the suicide well hopefully hopefully a suicide suicide. If if not, I'll be fucking spending time in a hospital or some stupid <sighs> fucking bullshit.
3: All right, so here's what I'm gonna tell you right here. Okay, not you, not this guy, but D. You know, this guy, if he's been taking enough, if he's been drinking a lot and taking cyclobenzaprine, and he can speak intelligibly to us, there is no way in uh, the, All of history that he's dead right now. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say
2: that. It's like I don't think this is going to work if you're speaking this intelligently yeah. at this point. Although maybe he just took them. Maybe he just like
3: maybe. Him. Yeah, it might maybe, but it hasn't taken effect you know, yet. Yeah. However, because it would be like it would be doubtful. like the fucking Wolf on Wall Street fucking quaalude scene. It should be. That's yeah. what it should be like. You know, if he's taking a lot of them, just so. complete
2: loss so, of, rah, rah, of muscle you know, control mm-hmm. here.
1: But I'm gonna chew these motherfuckers up, oh, and he I'm hasn't gonna done drink like a goddamn fish, right. and hopefully I will die you won't so there's your second and wrong story right. Cyclobenzoprene
3: at least look it right. up on the fucking internet. If you're gonna you know yeah pronounce it properly these kids today man hey right, well he
2: calls back yeah. so he he didn't die between the time he called back okay. i don't know how much time elapsed but okay. he definitely called back so see what happens
1: sick and wrong this is a dude that just uh downed what like 18 18 plus pills or something like that
3: yeah he's fine
2: i feel okay. like you gotta give this guy some kind of nickname Mm. Yeah, pill popper or something. I and mean, yeah. we got to come up with a nickname because he's calling him like the dude that took psycho Benzapran, whatever. Well,
3: do you remember in in the movie Battlefield Earth, based on the uh, hit L. Ron Hubbard uh, novel, the villains, the lead villain played by John Travolta, were called Cyclos. Cyclos. That was the race of aliens.
2: All right, let's call, them Cyclo. Okay, That's let's
3: call him Cyclo. Okay, it's very close to
2: Cylon, isn't it? Kinda. It's it's yeah. somewhere
3: between a Cylon and a psycho. All right. It's a cyclo. Cyclo. Yeah.
2: it will come cyclo.
3: I think. I don't know. I could be misremembering that great film.
1: Of cyclo... Cyclo... Whatever the fuck I said before.
3: Do you remember what John Travolta looked like in that movie? Yeah. <laughs> the dreadlocks and everything? The
1: dreads. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just want to say, it, it hasn't hit me yet. I just... I, I, I crushed him. I I, I, I I chewed them all up. I just... Dumped the whole fucking pill bottle into my mouth, uh, chewed them all up and swallowed them.
3: And and look, look, people, just you, you may be listening to this and thinking that I sound fucking callous. Yeah, it's and about like, to
2: say very callous.
3: And look like, at you, but here's the thing, man. I, I look, look, I've been to fucking so many fucking support groups and so many NA meetings and so many AA meetings. I've been to rehab, I've been to fucking therapy, I've been to all these things. I have so many friends that overdose and that fucking, you know, I gotta go pick them up at the hospital because they need their stuff, you know, and people who, who attempt suicide. So I've I been through the fucking ringer on this shit, so maybe I'm a little t- t- desensitized to it, <laughs> but I know this guy's not dead, and I know he doesn't actually wanna die, you know? And the, the the human body is remarkably resilient, especially if you want to kill it. If you wanna kill it, it's like, fuck you. You, you wanna kill me? I'll purposely not die just to fucking fuck you.
2: Well, the worst part about it is usually Mm. you you get, like, organ failure. Yeah. You're going to have, like, your liver's
3: going to have problems, but you're not going to die. Yeah.
2: Now you're just going to have to have, like, a dialysis machine or something. Yeah. It's even worse, or colostomy bag or
3: something. Sup, dog? I heard you like dialysis. So I put a dialysis machine in your car, so now you can dialysis (laughs) while you drive. You can dialysis. yeah, yeah. Thanks. What was the guy's name who used to host that show? Pimp My Ride?
2: I forget
1: that
3: XTC guy. or like... No, exhibit. 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 Yeah. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. And now I'm going to keep drinking beer and... I have a puke bucket right in front of me. <laughs> Hopefully I don't need it. Hopefully it'll just fucking kill me.
3: Such an amateur.
0: Like, yeah. such... So Is
2: just the first attempt.
3: Yeah. But, uh... You know... Feel like we're like listening to like, you know, the Wright brothers preparing for their first flight or something, you know? <laughs> well,
0: that's the thing. Yeah. I,
2: we're not like ridiculing or mocking yeah. this guy. It's just you don't need to commit suicide, dude. Your yeah. life isn't as bad as Schlitzy. Yeah, yeah. Like Schlitzy, when Schlitzy talks about yeah. you know the many times attempts to kill himself, I'm like, yeah, I can understand that. Some of the shit that you've been through, that's pretty mm. terrible. I can see that. I mean, I don't think you should. I don't want to advise anybody to kill themselves, but I can understand where you're coming from on that. This guy, come on, man. Yeah. Sounds like he's just a little depressed. And most
3: people don't actually want to die, which is why when these people call into our show and talk about their suicide attempts, they sound like fucking, you know, shitty wily e. Coyote plans. <laughs> you know, they're not great.
2: Well, this guy, so, don't yeah. you think you could have done a little research and found a, a more effective drug?
3: Honestly, what this it sounds like this guy's doing is like my Tuesday night, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't even sound like, like what the fuck,
1: you know? I don't know. My mouth is fucking numb. I don't know, cyclo, cyclo, what did I say it was? Cyclo, cyclobenzidine, maybe? Cyclo, cyclobenzidine. <laughs> I'm not even sure what the fuck it is but I looked up, looked it up and it was saying... Pe-
3: you speak better than like 80% of the people who call on this show, okay, sir? But then you're, yeah, yeah, If no, it's starting to kick in and he's you're, articulate, you're still disarticulate, yeah. you're like yeah. super alive and will remain
1: so. People can get high off of it. And, but my fucking tongue is numb. Yeah, but you're my speaking properly. Yeah. Just from chewing the shit up, and I swallowed all eighteen of those motherfuckers.
3: Someone also gave him a bag of pencil shavings to smoke. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so either I'm going to die tonight today today. What time is it? It is two forty six PM at what the fuck. You think this November ninth. Friday November ninth. So either I'm going to die today. Or.
2: He'll call us back with round number the two. Rest of
1: my life's gonna suck because I'm gonna be. My fucking tongue. God damn, man, it's numb as fuck. I feel like I just fucking smothered cocaine all over my fucking tongue. It's numb. It's not. I just, I just <laughs> did it. So you know, it's probably gonna hit me in the next, like maybe well, call say, us twenty in. minutes yeah. or so.
2: Because he should be like, so, blah, blah,
0: blah. Yeah.
1: either I'll be puking everywhere and going to the hospital, or this will be your next sick and wrong story. Well, I don't Dude, see how this is going like,
2: to be a sick and wrong story. Yeah, though. sorry. You need to, like... You got to do something. You got to yeah. go try to kill Hannity or something. Yeah, I mean, something need, has yeah. to happen for like, this to be a sick and wrong story. You need story. to, like,
3: rape a shark or something. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> this, this ain't going to do you it, buddy. sodomize yeah. a shark. Yeah. That's
2: what needs to happen. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, just killing yourself by... Yeah by like swallowing 18 pills of psychobenzodiazepine yeah. or whatever it is. Or
3: dress up like a clown and throw diapers off the side of the highway or something, you know? Yeah. So you gotta do something else. All right, come on.
1: Illinois. Fucking overdosing on cyclobenzodine or some whatever bullshit. You gotta fucking tell my story though. All right, if I fucking end up dying, you gotta, you gotta well, tell yeah, my story yeah, maybe if you do
2: though. something interesting. he already has a complex about that d come
3: on
0: i'm
2: just saying it's kind of a boring death i mean the guy's like i'm so boring i'm nothing i'm boring make yourself into something mark david chapman
3: did you know you sound like one of these phonies that holden caulfield was talking about (laughs) maybe somebody should you know
1: come on all right come on (laughs) <laughs> even if it's a fucking lame story, just don't even make it your main story. Just fucking put it on the Patreon or some stupid bullshit. And be like, hey, this
3: stupid- <laughs> yeah, that's where the lame stories go. Yeah, we <laughs> we we won't trust me. We won't make it the. You know what? We're gonna do narco Satanicos, but you know what? Let's just do this guy. Yeah,
0: the, the yeah. guy that
3: like swallowed eighteen pills and yeah. his, his tongue is numb. <laughs> I mean, I've done. Come on, I, I'm gonna look. If I still remember this tomorrow, which is a very high likelihood, I won't. i will get a call this guy to make sure he's still alive. Just to, you know. Um, so, yeah. I'll, I might do that. I might make sure he's still alive. But honestly, I don't know. If you think you're so boring you need to die, I don't know. Go fucking take a line dancing class. Go do something. Start a cult. Yeah. Join a cult. Do something interesting. I don't know. Yeah
2: You know yeah. Record a podcast Yeah
3: that's a, There's a reason to live Yeah Start doing meth or something I don't yeah. know You know do Just do
2: <laughs> Wait was that yeah. the end of it is that Yeah the, it's that's it, it? It's Okay alright yeah. So I'm gonna bet dollars to donuts That this guy is not dead
3: Oh he's definitely yeah. not dead
2: And not to mention Yeah If there's one thing to live for Is we want you to call back So yeah. we can make fun of you Right So <laughs> <laughs> it's like There's a, there's a raison debt. Yes, yeah, Cyclo <laughs> yeah. Now you have a cool name Yeah there you, you know? go Cyclo What do you want <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think there's better ways to kill yourself anyway. And plus, you can accomplish something, you know, creative. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah. you'll make the show. All right, speaking of uh, other psychotic people, um, Eduardo, remember the guy Eduardo that called in about being... I, he called it something else, but basically it was 5150. Yeah, yeah, sure. I remember. And uh, I forget what they call it, like yeah. John Hancock or something. What right. <laughs> was yeah. it? Something oh, like the... That. the- In In
3: Florida, Baker acted. Baker acted. You're Baker acted. Mm.
2: Yeah, so Eduardo calls back and tells us how he got Baker acted. Okay.
5: Hello, D. Hello, Harrison. This is Eduardo once again calling back because I did hear the last podcast and you guys played my my call, which was pretty cool to hear myself on the fucking show because I've been listening to your show for years and I listen to it like almost every other day just to relax. Anyway, you guys no, that's have weird. Yeah. I can I can tell you why I got bait but I think but it would be better for the show if I told you about one of the stories that I had when I was in the the hospital in Miami. So get this. After being bakeracted for like eleven, ten times, I had to sit in front of a judge and the judge was like
3: "It's a lot of fucking times, man.
5: God, did they just let you Even go? Even my ex
3: who stabbed me, she'd only been 51 I don't know, three times or something, you know?
2: If you get Baker acted like 11 times, yeah. they let you go after that? Like yeah, it's 12? remarkably
3: hard to permanently commit someone in the United States.
2: Jeez, you know the yeah. guy that shut up that uh, country club? It's a country uh, dance bar yeah. up in uh, Thousand mm-hmm. Oaks. Okay. That guy had been 51 several times. Yeah. Even earlier this year, he was 51 mm-hmm. and uh And... They, the mental health evaluator like, ah, "I think he's okay to go home." Yeah. And so then this this week, right before the shooting, uh-huh. he ended up going to a Walmart. He was up uh-huh. all night drinking. He went to a Walmart in the morning, and they're like, "Yeah, we're not going to sell you ammo." Yeah. And so then he like brushed his teeth, combed his hair, and went to another Walmart, and they're like, "Sure, here's some here's some yeah, shotgun yeah, yeah, and yeah, ammo yeah. for you. That's oh, all right." Geez. And they went and shot up a bunch of country music fans. Jeff never understood because country music fans. They love guns and they love like, you know, shooting guns and things like that. So why are you killing them? Like you'd think you'd have
3: some kind of kinship. With I don't that. think there was a lot of logic to it. And he was just, he yeah. just wanted to kill some people. He wanted to kill some people.
2: Yeah. So. You'd think you'd go to like, I don't know, like an Antifa rally or something. Like yeah. But whatever. Hmm.
5: Look, this ain't working. You keep coming back. We're going to you somewhere where you have longer term care. So I went to a place called Pembroke Pines, which is in Miami which is ran by GeoCare, which is the same company that runs prisons and prison food and prison shit. So I go there Jesus. and I meet this kid. I forget his name. Let's call him George. This is, this is the kind of people I was with. I'm normal. I, mean, I Right now I work two jobs. I have a daughter. I have a family. I pay my bills. I pay rent. I pay I pay taxes. I'm a, I'm a normal functioning person in society. But I went to this hospital where there was crazy motherfuckers. Like, really crazy. It was a forensic hospital, which means I was there with pedophiles, murderers, crazy Jesus. motherfuckers. Uh, fucking, what do you call them? Uh, schizophrenic Like, really schizophrenic. Fuckers. They're hearing shit for real. Okay, but there's this kid, let George, right? White guy, 20s.
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I was, you know, I have a... I've never been committed to mental... But I have a lot of friends who have been. And it's like, you know, I'm depressed. And then you go to a place, you're like, I need help. I'm really depressed. And then you go to a place where, like, everyone's fucking bananas. It's, it's like you know? you're scared straight. Yeah. Or something. And it's like, it's not going to help you get saner necessarily. Being, You know, because there's like, generally there's like, you know, different Jesuses. There's like different people that think they're Jesus that have to be kept apart from one another. The eye, you know? Um, yeah, it's it's kind of fucking now, nutso. I remember in college, yeah. I was I was trying
2: to go into uh, abnormal psychology. Like, mm. I wanted to... That's it. That was my major when I was like I don't know, a sophomore or something. And one of the classes at the University of Michigan was uh, you actually had to go and do field work. So you could mm. go to like a substance abuse clinic or whatever. I went to, um, what's it called? The Forensic Center in Ypsilanti, Michigan, mm. where people were either incompetent to stand trial or not guilty by reason of insanity. Right. And they would just let you go in the, in the day room and mm. you get to hang out with them for like two hours. Right. Three hours, part of the class. And I got to say, all they did... As they watch cops mm. and screamed at the, at the screen and right. laughed, mm. or. You had to play Uno with them, yeah, and it was the most insane game of Uno I've ever. No, they didn't. They didn't know how. They didn't play Uno according to the rules. Yeah, it was like Uno would play, and then like one of them would slap each other, and then like a fight would break out. And it's like they're just like, oh yeah, that's just how we play Uno here.
3: So they're not. You were saying they're not sticklers for the rules at Arkham Asylum. (laughs) Is that what you're saying? (laughs) The funniest thing about it is they're
2: just like. Never let them, never go back to their rooms. Yeah, yeah. They'll try to yeah. get you to go back to their yeah. room. Don't go back. Yeah. Don't leave the day room. And they would. They would yeah. always be like, yeah. I painted a picture of you. Yeah. Would you like to see it? It's in my room. It's like, no, nah, I'm cool. Let's yeah. just play some fucking Uno, you yeah. fucking psycho.
3: <laughs> but anyway. And the no, Mad see- Hatter gives you a hat. Don't put it on.
2: <laughs> but I see what he's saying. It's yeah. like, these people yeah. are crazy. Sure.
3: I mean, yeah.
5: Seems normal. Seem normal the first time I talked to him. Had a normal conversation with him. This guy thinks that aliens are out to get him. He well, has so a tattoo does Harrison. on his. I
3: do. Yeah, they are. <laughs> you know, what else would they be doing? Yeah.
5: Bicep on his left bicep. His name was tattooed in thick letters, and his tattoo was completely intact when I got there. Uh, three to four months into my stay, this guy had completely chewed off the tissue and muscle surrounding his tattoo. Jesus, H. Crow. Completely gone. This guy would chew his tattoo until there was blood all over him. He'd come out of, he would come out of his room screaming butt ass naked, hitting people, trying to bite people. He tried to bite one of my techs, the mental health technician. His name was, his name was Ivy. He had full gold teeth. This guy was a gangster. He tried to bite this guy. And I was there. I was having a snack in the corridor, and he tried to bite him. This guy was taken to the ground by four techs, and the guy, he tried to bite Ivy with the grill. He, this guy just starts stomping on his ass, like, just straight up with his Jordan. Damn. Just picking him up, picking up his feet and just dropping him.
0: With his Jordans, no less. With, with the his,
5: <laughs> his Jordans. What
3: year Jordans here? Oh, my God. <laughs> wow.
5: On his face, hard. This shit happened in front of me, bro. And this kid was crazy, man. This kid was bug-ass crazy.
2: Yeah. Does he know that there's other tattoo removal techniques out there? (laughs) Yeah.
3: You could get it lasered off. Yeah.
5: shoot off his tattoo <laughs> he would talk about aliens this guy would just come out just beat it on people and that's just one of the kind of motherfuckers that i knew in that place i knew a lot of people there that were just as crazy as he was and i'm there like what the fuck what am i doing here i'm not crazy i'm just having a bad time because I'm, I'm going through all right here's part
0: uh, okay. two part yeah. two
5: hey this is Eduardo again sorry i must have gone over my time because i was getting so into the story because I, mean, I just remember this shit vividly. It's just I have vivid, vivid memories of this crazy shit that went went down. But yeah, you should write this down. I'm gonna down. Real quick yeah. with a real cool story that I thought was like amazing. That I think if I was to do it again, I would do this every single day. When I first got in there, I was I was I was scared because I was I, there was all these crazy people around me. So I went to these two sane looking motherfuckers and I said, "Look, I, I need protection. These guys are big." He's like, "You want protection from us? Bring us a bag of coffee." Not, not of instant coffee that was caffeinated because all they got was, all they got to drink at the hospital was decaf because they didn't want these motherfuckers going hyper. So they're like, bring us a bag of coffee and we'll protect. It. So my uncle
2: were they like? Are you not allowed to have sugar
3: either? Because like, there's probably some sugar. Yeah, I imagine
2: like yeah. Pop Tarts might be like. Because some a, rehabs a are, do that too. They don't
3: let you have caffeine. Um, my rehab was weird because it was like you could drink coffee all day, but they really wouldn't give you sugar. It really didn't make a lot of sense. Like, yeah. like I would, you know, cause it was weird cause you'd really crave fucking candy because you know. You
2: need the energy. The alcohol, yeah. you know, you don't drink the alcohol sugar, anymore. Yeah. So
3: it's like you need the fucking sugar and, and it drives you nuts.
2: I think it's funny how this mm-hmm. guy was like, I'm gonna go to the two biggest motherfuckers in here and become mm-hmm. friends with them. Mm-hmm. Is, is that how it works in like an insane asylum? He said they
3: looked sane
2: though. What, what makes them look sane if they're in there? That's I'd weird. assume anybody yeah. that's in
3: this place is probably not sane. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know. Yeah, they t- the shirts were tucked in or something. I don't know something. Yeah.
5: The next day, he brings me a bag of coffee. you know a visitation that he had under his fucking nut sack, and he fucking he hands it to me, and I put it under my nut sack, and I bring it to these guys. These guys flipped a four dollar bag. Of instant coffee for $80 and it took them 24 hours. People were buying $5 shots and they went a long way. So, like, let's say you bought five bags of coffee for four bucks each, you 20 bucks, like 60, 70 bucks on each bag. That's five. That's like four or $500 and it can be made in a week. Easy. Anyway, um, uh, thank you for the coming to the show. I love it. It's amazing. If you want anything else, just let me know. I'll call back. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye. Huh. Wow.
2: Yeah. Who would have thought that? I mean, do they still let you smoke in those facilities? No. They don't let you smoke, smoke anywhere anymore. No, You're in no. prison, you can't smoke at all? No. Not even outside?
3: Yeah. Uh, sometimes you can go outside and smoke, but usually even the places where you can go outside in the yard, that shit's contraband. Wow. You know, so.
2: Man, I yeah. get <laughs> that's kind of funny that they're dealing coffee.
3: Yeah, yeah. Wow.
2: Yeah, I mean, they do that in prison, too, yeah. So. Yeah. So, you know, I've i read that in prison uh, they get these like little sugar cakes. I forget they're they're not not hostess, they're kinda of like moon pies or little something. Little Debbie's little Debbie things, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And those things are like currency there. Oh sure. Just, yeah. Like sweet rolls. Mm-hmm. Um Wow Eduardo, thanks for that. I, I like I like these stories from the nut house. Yep. Yeah good stuff. Stories from the nut house, yeah. You know? nut house. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Give us more, we appreciate that. Uh, people can call Sticker Hotline at 323-522-4032. Uh, we got to get out of here. Um, if you want to keep this show going, seriously, if you want to keep us going, uh, become a Sticker Patron. Your donations go into you know, us doing more research for the show, us getting better guests, us buying better equipment. Yep. You know I need, to, uh, oh God, I need to upgrade a bunch of shit. I got to upgrade my mixer. I got to buy a new uh, laptop. So all that money goes into us making a better show so we appreciate it just go to patreon.com slash uh, sick uh, and wrong it's patreon.com slash sick and wrong uh, donate any level we got a bunch of different tiers you get 30 to 40 minutes of bonus content mm-hmm. every
3: week um, yeah because a, a lot of people think that the best way to support the show is to uh, show up at the MTV Music Video Awards with a copy of Catcher in the Rye and a 38 pistol um, but it's actually to support us on Patreon yeah yeah it does so yeah. uh-huh. you
2: don't need to do that
3: yeah <laughs> um also
2: we have we have a couple good stories here we're talking this is Patreon exclusive outtakes mm. I told a really good story about the about a, a fight that occurred at a dead boys show that i saw last saturday um that's gonna lead in the song of the week and Harrison was talking about uh, robocop we have a spirited discussion of robocop yeah
3: and uh also um posted um the first audio episode I, um, you know I'd had videos of it but so it, you can get it right in your RSS feed um, the little show I've been doing out of my house with uh, Hung Young Terrorist yeah yeah That's where a, you know it's usually about the occult and uh, dick sucking is the show pretty much the two you go know? hand in hand yeah they do
2: yeah so yeah. there you go we got a lot of extra shit coming out on Patreon Let's go to patreon.com slash sick and rock as I mentioned before sick and wrong song of the week is gonna be a dead boys song the dead boys if you don't know them, they're like, um, oh, they're like first wave punk. Like mid-70s punk rock band from Cleveland, Ohio. Um, but the difference between a lot of bands at that time, I mean, you had like the Ramones for punk. Yeah, Stooges Stooges definitely were
3: Stooges are earlier The song you play better be Ain't It Fun If it's not Ain't It Fun I'm quitting the fucking show
2: <laughs>
0: Alright
3: Come on I was gonna play a different song but I'll play that one That's
2: okay. a damn good Thank song Thank you That's a damn good Thank song you. Have you heard Caught with the meat in your mouth I have not It's a good one Okay um, But anyway uh, Dead Boys were one of the rowdiest mm. and most violent punk groups of the era and the song uh, that we're gonna play here is Ain't It Fun um, The story that I was talking about on Patreon kind of shows you how what 30, 40 years later, the band's still pretty fucking violent. Yeah. There were like five fights at that show. Mm. It was crazy. Anyway, we're going to end the show here with Dead Boys Ain't It Fun. Uh, We'll be back next week with episode uh, 661. Till then, take a sleazy.
0: in his mouth. I just don't think any of them were his own. And I'd almost bet you a high life that it was a scoutmaster or his uncle.